Hello and welcome to In Your Power podcast with your host, me, Jessica Power, or known as Jess by most people. So today I'm going to just go through a little bit of an introductory podcast so that you guys can just get to know me better, hopefully resonate. Um, And yeah, I'm all about sharing. I think when we can connect as humans together, this really helps us to heal and break Uh, through those limiting beliefs that we might have. So before I go any further into all of that fun stuff, um, I want to just give a little introduction, of course, about myself. So my name is Jess and I'm from Ireland, Um, if you haven't already noticed from the accent. (laughs) Um, So I am a nutrition and body coach. I'm a registered nutritionist and I really specialize I really specialize in helping women heal their relationship with food. So I work with women from all over the world. And, you know, this isn't an accidental thing why I fell into this area. For myself, I have struggled with my own food and body issues for years and years and years. Um, You know, I think I've been on just about every diet. I've suffered with binge eating disorder, body dysmorphia, um, and just general detest of oneself, I would say. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I think it was a number of years ago, people always ask me this, you know, when did it change for me? Um, so it was a number of years ago, I can't even remember how many now, maybe like six years ago or so now, uh, I was in a car accident. So my mom and I, we were on our way to a doctor's appointment and I don't know if you guys are from Ireland listening, you know how windy the roads are in Ireland. And so we were driving along and, um, the the road was really really bendy and the car in front of us stopped for a moment to let another car pass into their house um and then there was these tourists that were behind us of course they didn't know how bendy and windy irish roads can be and so when we stopped our car we were rear-ended um at full speed by the car behind us and uh, our car ended up being totaled Um, I had to go to hospital unfortunately enough I was able to leave that evening so it wasn't too too bad Um, but it wasn't so much the physical implications from that accident it was actually more of the mental implications of that accident mm-hmm. and from that um, I developed PTSD so post-traumatic stress disorder um, which kind of entailed a lot of nightmares, panic, uh, fear um, of driving or being in a car, couldn't cross a road for quite a number of months as well. Um, so it was, yeah, it was quite a traumatic event in my life. Um, and I'm not too, um, you know, having traumatic events in my life isn't something so uncommon for myself, but this one, I think, was just a straw that broke the camel's back, for want of a better expression. So I ended up developing PTSD with this. Um, and alongside of that, you know, I, I always had food and body struggles. And I think I just, um, I, it just became part of who I was. You know, I, I always thought, like, this is just who I am. I just don't like my body. I just never will. I'll always just have to be on a diet. So that's that part of me was just always there and never really it was just subconsciously always there like a little humming or buzzing noise um but when i when i had ptsd really bad um i knew i needed to get some help and support with that so i ended up going for cognitive behavioral therapy with a psychotherapist 
Uh, I was there for maybe like eight weeks. Um, so I had a session every single week. And through that, I it was the first time I ever realized that I had the power to change my own thoughts. I always just thought that, you know, the thoughts that I have, the person that I am, the way I am is just it. There is just a full stop and there's nothing I could do about it. I never realized that I actually had the power to not only change my thoughts but I could challenge them and that I wasn't my thoughts as well so um even though I went to a CBT for my post-traumatic stress disorder and panic uh, because it was quite acute and to help me with that kind of side of things it really did have like a knock-on effect because once I started implicating the practices from that um you know as as kind of silly as it may sound you know I was able to cross the road without having to hold somebody's hand or close my eyes <laughs> um you know it, I was completely petrified um you know then when I was in a car for the first time after I'd done quite a lot of work with um, the CBT I wasn't having a panic attack and I was like holy crap this shit really works like it really really works um and you know even some skills and tools I learned when I was on a plane um and just all of those things that I used to control my thoughts feelings emotions the behaviors that I was able to change and alter that really made me have a eureka moment in terms of my own relationship with food with my own body you know um thinking that I was uh you know horrible and fat and I needed a diet and I needed all of these things and there was always something wrong with me I also then began to challenge those thoughts and you know kind of you can use those skills and adopt it to anything so yeah I really um went on a introspective journey with myself um really delved deep into my past traumas um done a lot of inner work um and got some really good help along the way with that but um yeah it was a number of years of that really really deep work um which I just I, I was mind blown to be honest I really did not expect it to have that outcome so when I finished university um, with my little, you know, um, degree in hand, thinking I was fantastic when I walk into a job, um, you know, I, I studied nutrition for four years in Sligo in Ireland. And so when I finished, I thought, okay, fantastic, I'm going to jump into a job. Um, but then I realized, okay, um, you know, there was crickets. <laughs> there wasn't really any jobs out there. So um, also, I don't think I was really ready to leave the whole um like academic field I quite love academia and studying which might sound very nerdy but I absolutely love it so I decided then to do a master's I was thinking okay this isn't going to get me a job let me do a master's let me do a master's that's going to give me more qualifications help me stand out for them from the crowd all of that kind of stuff so I went and done a master's in Liverpool in public health nutrition um my passion was to really help influence policies and policy makers within the field so getting deep into that um but again I kind of faced the same issue when I finished that there was still not any jobs for me you know um anything that I wanted to do you were required to have you know a, like 10 years experience plus all of these other qualifications so you can imagine my complete <laughs> distaste after spending five years in university realizing that you know there really was um 
was no jobs that I really wanted then you know I didn't want to work in you know any of the ones that were available I, I there really wasn't to be honest so I worked for a little while um then with uh, cancer patients um which was quite challenging for me as well um it was very emotional work um and you know through this time working 9 to 5 and I'd done some other jobs before 9 to 5 kind of jobs but I always knew that the 9 to 5 life for me just wasn't it like I just did not want to work 9 to 5 I am very very independent I don't like following other people's rules or feeling restricted in any way or feeling like I have to answer someone and I really think that you know for as far as I can remember, really, you know, even when I was in school, I always thought like, oh my God, I do not want to have to ask somebody, can I take a day off if I'm sick? <laughs> so that was a major thing for myself. And then once I'd finished, I had realized then, okay, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll give this online coaching thing a go. And, you know, maybe I'll start my own business and see what comes from that. So I had started, um, originally with a really kind of I laugh of it now you know um Instagram page and this was this was quite a while ago actually when I still was delving into my own food and body um struggles and I was still very wrapped up and warped by diet culture um so that was my first taste of it but then I completely scrapped that and started from the beginning and the behavioral nutritionist was born <laughs> um and it was beautiful you know and I really took the skills that I had learned on myself really um used my myself as almost like a prototype um I upskilled myself as well as a cognitive cognitive behavioral therapist a little bit of a tongue twister there so um I'm a CBT practitioner certified uh I'd done that as well when I was working nine to five after I'd finished because I realized how just mind-blowing that work was and the tools that you can use how practical they are so after that then I started just you know just going for it just feeling the fear and fucking doing it anyway and I just you know got an idea and ran with it and I have not stopped running since <laughs> and it's been a couple of years later so now currently I'm supporting women from all over the world and I'm so it like it just fills me up so much being able to share my gifts with others and you know seeing my own struggles in other in my clients and almost like knowing how they're feeling like I physically know how they are feeling in that moment um and then having kind of the answers so to speak or the roadmap or the tools that I'm able to give them to help to dig them out of the hole they feel they're in so yeah it's it's incredibly powerful incredibly um powerful stuff um I'm also working in partnership with a few coaches so um alongside my own uh coaching business uh with the behavioral nutritionist I also have of BN consultancy services so this helps to partner up with coaches and I basically go in and help them with their own clients so I help coach their clients uh, providing bi-weekly webinars one-to-one coaching sessions all the things so yeah that's really helped me branch out as well a lot especially in the early days of my business so I'm really really grateful for that Um, but yeah it's just it's been a crazy ride and 
in the last, since January, I have been able to leave my nine to five. So I no longer work in the rat race. <laughs> so I'm happy to say that. And, you know, no, I never will again. And I know people say never say never. But honestly, once you get a taste of this freedom, it is addictive to say the very least so um yeah I no longer work nine to five I'm fully fledged business owner which brings all of the highs lows and everything in between especially for someone who still has PTSD um for those of you that may not be aware of post-traumatic stress disorder some of us are more predisposition to having it um and you know I'll go into this in later episodes as well but for myself I've been through quite a number of traumatic events um growing up as well so I think yeah as I said this really was a straw that broke the camel's back for me but something about PTSD is that it never goes away it's always there um you know in some fashion you just get really good at managing it so I'd like to say I've gotten really good at managing it (laughs) I think I really have um but yeah it's interesting you know having PTSD running a business being a girlfriend doing all the roles that you have to do um is so interesting and it really really takes for you to step into your own power finding that power you know finding that little spark within that's just been lost for god knows how long and you know you may not might not even know who you are you might not know what you like to do you might not know why you even don't like your body or why you're going on another diet or why you're doing these actions or working in a job that you don't want to work you know we go through a lot of these automatic processes that we don't even stop for a second and ask ourselves do I want to do this? Is this the life that I want to live? Is this the food that I want to eat? Is this the show that I want to watch on television? Is this who I am? Is this who I want to be? Can I change it? You know, all of these different things. We are just conditioned to, you know, the suck it up conditioning of just like, suck it up, just like get on with the hand that you've been dealt and just go with it. Um, But I want to remind you that if you do feel like that and you feel like you're doing living a life that you don't want to live or you're, you know, being a way that you don't want to be um, or you're struggling with things and you're not too sure how to overcome it, then this podcast is for you, my dear, because this is all about finding your power, finding that little spark that's just buried in deep, you know, probably lost dancing with your inner child somewhere and, you know, seeking it out and how to seek it out, how to find that spark again and really put you from being in the passenger seat of your own life where everything's just happening to you everyone is just you know going about their daily life and um you're not don't really have much say of what happens no more of that no more of that you have complete control of your own life so this is taking you from the passenger seat of your life and putting you into the driver's seat firmly and a driver's seat where you feel empowered where you feel confident where you feel like you want to flourish and shine and show off all of your perfect imperfections as corny and cheesy as that might sound um it is truly such an empowering thing when you start to realize that you know you're so much more than your body you're so much more than your past conditioning you're so much more than your childhood wounds and traumas and 
any of the other things that might have happened to you in the past, present or whatever it might be. You're so much more than those things. We're not just defined by singular events, singular things, singular body parts, whatever it might be. You know, we're we're ho- like fully fledged women or people or, you know, men or whoever is listening to this. You know, we're fully fledged humans. We're much more than our limiting beliefs, I suppose. Um, so yeah, that is this podcast. I'm super, super excited to share this with you guys. Um, within this podcast as well, there's going to be a lot of uh, practical tools. I'm all about practicality with this stuff. I find it so infuriating when someone gives you a piece of information or um, helps you become aware of something and then just leaves you in the lurch with no practical tools on how to implicate that stuff whatsoever. So I'm very much about um, the practicality of things, you know, real life things that you can imp- uh, um, add in to your day bit by bit where you can make a real difference in your life. So if you're listening, thank you so much for your support already with this. I'm so excited to share more with you guys. Um, So yeah, hope you've got a little bit of a taster here. If you'd like to see more of me and what I do and all of the things, you can follow me on Instagram at the behavioral nutritionist. I'm always in my DM. So reach out if you do have any questions. And of course, if you've listened to this podcast, if it's resonated or if you've taken even a little teeny, teeny bit of information that's made you go, aha, please do reach out and let me know. But I will let you go for now, my dears. Have a fantastic rest of your day, whatever you might be doing. And yeah, I will be back soon with some more juicy content.